It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 310 of Locked On Raptors for Tuesday, April 10th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of LockedOnRaptors.com and RaptorsHQ.com. Uh, As always, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WoodleySean. Follow the show at LockedOnRaptors, where you can find links to every single episode. And uh, make sure you're checking out the Lockdown Podcast Network as well. It's a great place for all the stuff you need to know right ahead of the playoffs. If you are a Lockdown, if you're a Blazers fan or a Nuggets fan, make sure you're checking out Lockdown Blazers, Lockdown Nuggets in reaction to last night's game. Um, actually, I believe today's Lockdown Blazers episode is a crossover episode with our friend Corbin Smith, who was on back earlier on in the season. Uh, I think they did a, cro- a podcast uh, crossing over between both of their podcasts, Take It or Break It and Locked On Blazers, so make sure you check that out. Uh, all the daily shows uh, for Locked On NBA are still going as well with uh, lots of looking ahead to the playoffs and playoff matchups and seeding. That's pretty much all everyone wants to talk about right now is seeding, and all the different shows have the great local angle. Uh, if you have a particular team you're concerned about or interested in, uh, make sure you're checking out that show and subscribing, rating, and review. Uh, reviewing on iTunes, and if you find Locked On Raptors on iTunes, which you should do, it's very easy to do. You can also find it on Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Uh, please leave a rating or review. It's uh, the best way to support the show, show that you care. It's free content. All I ask is that you just like take five minutes to leave a little rating or review. It doesn't even take five minutes. It takes about five seconds. So please do that. Uh, it's very helpful. It makes us more visible, more popular. We've been hanging around in the top 100 in the iTunes rankings the last couple weeks, which is kind of nice. So uh, let's keep that wave going and leave some ratings and reviews. All right, on today's show, I'm just kind of sitting here in my living room uh, looking at all the different tiebreaker scenarios and all the seating stuff, and it's all hurting my brain, so I kind of just wanted to talk it out, really. Uh, so I'm just going to do a solo show where I'm going to kind of go through the different scenarios for what could happen in the last couple games here and uh, what all needs to break for the Raptors to get the, the matchups that would be ideal. It's uh, going to be hard, I think. The Raptors, I think, are looking, despite being the one seed, I think a lot of people have a certain sort of you know, idea in mind for what they'd like to see in terms of the bracket. And I think it's going to be pretty hard for that to be attained. But at the same time, crazy stuff happens all the time. And uh, that can change in one night. So uh, let's just take a look at what the remaining schedules are for some of these teams. The the main teams I think that we're most concerned about as Raptors fans would be the Sixers and the Cavs. They're in the three to four seeds, of course. Uh, those are very much still up for grabs. Uh, not you know, the Sixers have won 14 in a row, and if they continue to win games, they have two games left. If they win both of those, they're going to be the three seed. They'll be ahead of the Cavs. The Cavs can only get to 51 wins. The Sixers can get to 52. If they're both at 51, though, the Cavs can win the tiebreaker, uh, or they do win the tiebreaker over the Sixers. That would bump them up to the three seed. Uh, we'll get into that uh, and how that's all going to work. Of course, the Bucks, the Heat, and the Wizards are the three teams that the Raptors could potentially play. Right now, it's looking like the most likely uh, opponent's going to be the Wizards. Most of the scenarios uh, that play out, I mean, I've seen a million different tables today uh, with all the different possibilities uh, for how all these remaining games play out. The, the Wizards seem like the most likely with the Heat coming up second and the the Bucks there's only really one situation in which the Raptors would end up getting the Bucks in the first round and we'll get to that 
Uh, and uh, we'll just kind of talk about all these teams and their schedules and what to expect and games and teams you should be rooting for uh, as, as the last couple days of the season go here. I'm recording this at 5.20 on Tuesday, so the Tuesday night games will be out of the way uh, pretty quickly anyway, and so we'll, we'll know uh, after tonight's games what it's all going to look like. The Wizards, I believe, can possibly lock themselves into the 8th seed if they lose tonight. Yes, that's true. Uh, if the Wizards lose tonight to the Celtics, uh, the Wizards will be the 8th seed and the Raptors will play them in the first round, which would be nice for me so I can get some podcasts recorded ahead of time. Uh, rubbing my hands together already thinking about that. Um, either way, <laughs> let's get to the, the uh, I guess the, we can get to the, the, the lower seeds and sort of the scenarios there first, and then uh, we'll get to the Sixers and Cavs later. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. With the Bucks, the the Bucks are are kind of set. They're going to be the six of the seven. They seem most likely to be the six at this point. Uh, if they go one and zero, if they win their last game, which is against the Sixers, uh, keep in mind this is very important. Uh, if they win this game against the Sixers coming up, they will be the sixth seed regardless of what the the Heat or the Wizards do. They'll be at forty five wins. Neither of those teams can get there, uh, so that'll lock them into the sixth seed and playing against the. Uh, in, in that case, if the Cavs end up winning tomorrow against the Knicks in their last game, the Sixers would fall down to four if they lose to the Bucks, and the Bucks uh, shore themselves up with the six. So that would leave the Bucks playing likely the Cavaliers if they beat 70, the 76ers tomorrow. That probably doesn't seem like the ideal path for the Bucks. You would probably think that the Bucks, as good as the Sixers have been, you would imagine they'd probably rather take on the, Ca- the Sixers than the Cavaliers. And uh, so there's this possibility here that maybe the, the Sixers won't, or the, the Bucks won't do anything uh, in that game tomorrow, but they, maybe they'll arrest some guys. Uh, I'm not even sure if Giannis is going to play right now. He might not be playing. I'm going to look this up. Uh, Apparently for you here from uh, just someone I'm reading on Twitter, uh, someone who covers the Bucks for uh, at Bucks lead Kane Pittman. I'm just seeing him replying to a tweet here saying that Chris Middleton said after the game that he thought Giannis would play on Wednesday. It would strike in the face of everything the Bucks have done this year with the minute load and guy and the like to rest guys. So he'd be surprised. Um, so that makes sense. Uh, if Giannis is going to play on Wednesday, that bodes well for Raptors fans if they want to try to avoid. That three four, uh, you know, if they want to try to have the Sixers fall down to four, this is all hurting my brain, and I apologize if I'm already scatterbrained because there's a lot of different moving parts here, uh, and you know it could all be irrelevant, you know, four hours from now when uh, the, tonight's games happen and the the Hawks beat the Bucks or the, or the Sixers and th- throw this off the whole thing for the loop. That's the game I think. If people really want everything to be simple, if the Hawks beat the Sixers tonight, Raptors fans should be just happy and chill because the Cavs are probably going to beat the, the Knicks in the last game of the season. They handled them really easily last night. It seems like LeBron's going to play tomorrow. He wants to play all 82 games. Shouts to him for wanting to go balls out in year 15 just because he can. Um, if they beat the Knicks tomorrow, the Sixers lose to the Hawks tonight or lose to the Bucks. The, the Sixers fall down. Um, but yeah, the, that if the Hawks lose, if the Hawks end up beating the Sixers, which would be uh, quite the accomplishment considering the Sixers have just been just, just slapping teams of the Hawks ilk over the last couple months uh that would be really impressive if they did it i don't know if they will 
I doubt they will. I don't, I don't think Josh Maggette is going to be having a big night against the Sixers or anything like that. But if that happens, be a Hawks fan tonight if you really want the Sixers to fall down. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's the game I think to watch tonight. Obviously, the, the Wizards and Celtics game as well. If the Celtics beat the Wizards, the Wizards are going to be the Raptors' first round matchup. Uh, and I don't know how people feel about that. I still don't really know what my sort of ranking of the Bucks, Heat, and Wizards would be as, as far as like what matchup I'd like to see most. Uh, you know, the, the Wizards, I think, carry the most history of course there's a lot of baggage there with the Raptors and what's happened in the past but at the same time the Wizards are kind of this like directionless mess where they seem to all hate each other John Wall came back and things kind of went back to what they were before he got hurt where it just doesn't really seem like anybody likes each other there and it seems like there's like a sort of air where everyone just kind of thinks everything everyone's selfish and not playing for the team and you know it's hard to not think that John Wall has something to do with that at the same time the Wizards are terrifying and Marching Gortat's been always you know a really good foil to Jonas Valanciunas and has somehow sort of given him trouble. I think some of the growth that Jonas has made this season might be a little bit more conducive to taking advantage of Gortat in a, in a playoff series, but uh, I'd really rather not have to see it in practice if you know if the Raptors could end up playing the Bucks or the Heat instead. Um, the only way the Bucks fall to the eighth seed, by the way, and again, I'm jumping all over the place here, but there's so many different things to cover. The only way the Bucks fall to the eighth seed is if they lose their last game against Philly, and the Wizards win their last two and the Heat win out as well because the Bucks lose the three-way tiebreaker at 44 wins with the Heat and Wizards. That seems unlikely considering the Wizards play the Magic tomorrow, and the Raptors, I think, can kind of dictate what they want to do with that game against the Heat as well. I think they're going to play everybody. It sounds like everyone's going to be in the lineup. I would be surprised if they weren't. And if the Raptors win that game, the Heat could potentially fall down uh, if the Wizards also somehow win this game. The way the Raptors play the Heat, is if the Heat lose to the Raptors tomorrow and the Wizards win both of their games. So uh, that is going to be an interesting thing to watch tomorrow. The Raptors, if they really want to sort of push the Heat down to that spot in the last spot, uh, that that could be kind of interesting and sort of maybe they'll go ball, balls out for that game if they'd really rather avoid the Wizards. But at the same time, the Heat are a super annoying matchup as well. And they kind of be on par for me with the Wizards in terms of like the degree to which I don't really want to see them. They're just annoying. They're not very interesting. <laughs> it wouldn't be a very fun series, uh, I don't think. I think it'd be a bit more interesting than the last time these two teams played, which was one of the most arduous series I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh, maybe the most arduous playoff series of the last 10 years in the NBA, just period. Um, But yeah, I I think... I'd, I'd rather like the Heat and Wizards are the kind of on par for me. The, the team I like to see most is probably the Bucks, considering uh, they just don't really, aside from Giannis, they just don't really seem to have their shit together very much, and they their defense lacks kind of the same. The, the identity of the of the team's defense before Jason Kidd got fired was very obvious. It was bad, but it was obvious, and they kind of still do the same stuff where they trap a whole bunch and scramble, but it's like to a less pronounced degree, and it just feels like they have like a little bit less of an identity defensively. They kind of know what they're doing a little bit less and then offensively they absolutely have no idea what they're doing um and i just think the raptors could kind of exploit them there are ways in which the, you know john henson for example is a way the raptors can exploit the bucks i think if you, you know as opposed to last season where there wasn't a clear answer if the the bucks were to go with the Giannis at five lineup i think there are some opportunities for the raptors to maybe match go super small play siakam at the five something like that um or even abaka i think abaka did a good job defending Giannis last season so maybe that wouldn't be quite the death knell of a lineup that uh you know we've seen and we've worried that the bucks with Giannis at the five would be um so give me the bucks in in, in the ideal situation but i think it's probably going to end up being the wizards really uh they lose the tiebreaker to the heat 
Um, and I, honestly, I'd be surprised. Like the Celtics, I don't know if they're going to play anybody tonight because it's kind of a meaningless game for them. They're locked into the two seed, but they can also kind of dictate who they want to play. And I think if I'm the Celtics, I'd probably rather play the Heat than the Wizards. The Wizards and Celtics obviously have this history, um, but I kind of think the Heat with no real stars and the Celtics Celtics without Kyrie Irving are like the Spider-Man meme where they're just looking at each other as the same team. Um, I think the Heat probably would be slight favorites in that series, but I think that's probably a better matchup for the Celtics, a series in which, you know, offense will not be at a premium. That might take the title from the Raptors Heat series from a few years ago as the ugliest series of all time. Um, so the Celtics probably have an incentive tonight to go out and beat the Wizards if they try want to try to avoid that star power and a team that, you know, they beat in the playoffs last year in seven games, but it wasn't like an easy, series by any means and I think without Kyrie Irving you'd rather go against a team that doesn't have a pronounced obvious star and the Wizards have a couple of those and a bunch of other ways they can kind of exploit you um, so yeah I think it, like, it's so hard to weigh the motivations of each of these teams it's impossible at this point in the season you don't really know what they want to do the Bucks, like they might throw that game to the Sixers tomorrow because if the Bucks beat the Sixers, they're probably getting the Cavs in round one. And if they let the Sixers win, then they're probably going to get the Sixers in round one. And maybe they prefer that. Um, it seems weird to sort of lay down for a game right before uh, you potentially play a team in the playoffs. But, you know, the, if that is the matchup you prefer over the Cavs, then maybe they'll do it. I just... It's so hard to read what these teams each would want out of the ideal bracket. Like, I think the ideal bracket is probably different for a lot of different teams here, just based on matchups and how things, um, you know, have played out in the regular season and the regular season series and things like that. And also just kind of where they're at with their form and things like that as well. Um, it, it's, it's really hard to sort of gauge. And the Raptors, again, they don't really have much control over this aside from the Heat uh, tomorrow. If they beat the Heat, that could potentially push them down. But even if the Wizards, uh, if the Wizards lose the game tonight, then it doesn't matter. Uh, and it's just, my brain already hurts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So with the Sixers and Cavs, this is sort of the one that's interesting, I guess. Um, and I still haven't figured out if I prefer to see the Cavs in the second round or third round. I think I'd rather see the Cavs in the third round just because um, deep playoff runs are fun. I think it'll still all ultimately be, be measured against the Cavaliers. But I think there is something to playing a team that maybe is more on your level uh, where you can kind of gauge yourself against them you know, a little bit better. The Raptors the last couple of years, when they've gone through playoff runs, they've either been kind of underperforming and maybe not quite viewed as a good a team as they are right now even in that 56 win season they like the the they should have beaten the Pacers. That was an obvious series that they should have won. That, that, that it went to seven was kind of a disaster for them. The Heat were just like this grimy, ugly, terrible team. The two best players from that series, uh, Jonas and Hassan Whiteside, you know, at least in the first three games, they got hurt. Um, and it just was kind of this ugly series where you didn't really get to sort of I don't think judge the Raptors very much as to, as far as how how far they've come. I think you know more than any other season, this is going to be the season where the Raptors are judged on their changes, on their stylistic, um, you know, overhaul over the course of the off season and throughout this regular season. 
I think it's going to be just like a, a prime testing zone for what the Raptors are now and, and whether or not this model, you know, you look at next season and most of the team should be back. And I think this will be a good testing ground for whether or not this is a, a tax worthy team, whether or not you pay Fred Van Vliet. I think they're going to do all these things. I think they've already proven enough, but it will be interesting to see if they completely revert back to their old ways in the playoffs uh, and lose to teams that they should beat or, or struggle with teams they should beat. Like, I just think, you know, people are going to have their doubts and maybe there'll be less hype going into next season or whatever. They can't really do much about it. I think they're kind of stuck with this team and the young guys are just going to get better and they're going to keep most of them, if not all of them, um, aside from probably Bebe at this point. I I would imagine Fred Van Vliet's coming back. Maybe Norm Powell gets traded for something. I don't know. But, like, I think it would be useful for the Raptors to have a matchup in these playoffs where you don't have to either say they should absolutely win this series or it's a it's a LeBron series where you, that's just kind of the cop-out and you explain it away because, oh, LeBron's here. Of course we're going to lose this series. The Cavs, until they lose, are kind of on this like separate plane, I think, so it's hard to really judge against them. Whereas if you were to play the, the Sixers or even the Wizards, like I think there is some utility in that in terms of trying to judge how far this team has come and, and whether or not these changes are sustainable or whether or not they're conducive to playoff success um so like i think a sixer series in particular if that could be lined up if damn it the hawks can win tonight uh and screw up their lottery odds um which i'm not sure if they even can at this point they're they're so goddamn bad they might be locked in uh, another tie with the magic right now so yeah they they're there's and and the mavericks so their their lottery odds are all up in flux as well and they they, they might want to lose this game tonight although, although they've won two in a row which is kind of hilarious um but yeah back to the the sixers thing like if the raptors play the sixers That's a series where I think that would be a great place to judge and sort of evaluate this Raptors team on an even playing field, a team that, you know, could kind of go either way. The Sixers have been probably the best team in the Eastern Conference for the second half of the year, although the Raptors probably have something to say about that. And if it weren't for the last little swoon by the Raptors, their statistical profiles would be very similar, I think. Um, And... That, so that is kind of the, the team you'd like to test yourself against. Similarly to last year, where it was a bummer the Raptors didn't get to play the Celtics in the second round, because that's probably a team that you more view as on their level, whereas the Cavs, once again, are just this kind of like ethereal thing where they, they are kind of untouchable until they aren't. Um, so, yeah, I think... It'd be nice to see the Raptors be able to sort of set up the, the have the bracket set up where they could go on a playoff run and then have a couple tests before getting to the Cavaliers, which is going to be the ultimate judgment of the season. And I think it's going to lead to a lot of hyperbole and a lot of sort of just like aggressively hot takes if the Raptors face the Cavs in the second round. And it's only that series that you really have to judge things off of. Um, and maybe if it's a tough wizard series in the first round and the Raptors pull that out, maybe that is useful to sort of put into the formula for how you uh, judge and weigh this season. But um, I think the more playoff run you get, the more teams you come across to test yourself against in different situations. I think that's going to be useful. Um, so I'm still hoping for the Cavs uh, to make it up to the three seed. Again, probably unlikely considering the Sixers and Bucks predicaments and because the Hawks are ass. But um, you, you can dream, I suppose. And I'll hope that... Uh, who the hell is even playing for the Hawks right now? I really, the Torian Prince has like a 35-point game. He could do that. He could very well do that. Um, and the Sixers, you know, 14 wins in a row. Like that, Winning streaks like that usually get derailed by something silly. So um, maybe that's what will happen. I don't know. But And maybe the Bucks still will still want to win the game tomorrow. That That's also very much a possibility. And the Bucks might want to win to avoid a Celtics or Raptors first-round matchup. I mean, or they might want to try to slip down. Like, it's so hard to say, really. 
Um, the Bucks, I think, are the hardest team to gauge what their motivations are going to be going into these final two games or this final game. Um, and maybe tonight will sort of inform their decision-making tomorrow in terms of lineups, who they play. If the Wizards lose or the Hawks win or whatever, um, that could change things. But uh, I really don't know. I have no idea how to gauge it. It's impossible. Um, but it's uh, that's kind of the situation we're looking at right now. And uh, that's pretty much all I got. This was just a mini podcast I threw together because I was sitting here watching a show about monkeys uh, and was kind of bored. So um, I uh, hope you enjoy it. I'll be back again tonight with another trivia episode. So look forward to that. Um, recording the last of the Sweet 16 matchups. That's going to come uh, tonight. And uh, excited for that. The HQ podcast, the, the headquarters, the Raptors HQ podcast is coming back tonight after a many months long uh, layoff. I'm very excited to bring that one back. It's uh, I really have a good time doing that show. So we're recording that one tonight. It'll be back during the playoffs. Someone's probably going to take over that one going into next season, but I'll, I'll close up the string here with some podcasts uh, on a weekly basis for Raptors HQ to close the season. Uh, and we'll have lots of preview content as well on the Locked on Raptors podcast in the next few days. We'll have a, uh, a preview of the playoff series with the opposing Locked on host, whether that's the Bucks, the Heat, or the Wizards. Um, and uh, that'll be coming probably Thursday, uh, unless something happens tonight where we can record something tomorrow morning or something like that with the opposing host. If the Wizards end up losing, we'll go with Locked on Wizards. And also, we're going to be doing uh, season-end awards. Myself, Sahal Abdi, and Vivek Jacob. We've got ballots that we're uh, filling out right now. Uh, lots of different awards. Won't just be the standard like top major four awards or whatever that everyone gives out. We have lots of different awards for the regular season that we're going to hand out and uh, go through those. Probably going to be a two-part podcast that I'll split up in because uh, it's going to probably go a little while. So let's put that up and uh, post that over the course of the rest of this week as well. And then we're into the playoffs. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you next time on Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 